Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, mate, do you want to come for a cycle in a bit? I was like... I've made it! I was like, come on, guys, cycle in the chamber. I was like, good. Like, like, literally, all I heard was... Bah. Yeah, every corner oh, I, I thought you. and then he pulled he beat me to the line would bit. you give me a little silent kick yeah <laughs> silent, silent kick, kick. You, you like extenders didn't you as well uh, not anymore no. no I haven't watched it for That's about a year oh. jam on toast yeah. and then dinner would be like chicken nugget and chips or spaghetti bolognese or pizza or something <laughs> that's was, so English I was nowhere near what, think, you know, what you don't want to sell office furniture I'll have a go yeah oh, you'd be right. I could sell ice to an Eskimo <laughs> don't help him driving no, that I'm does it nice. don't help your eyesight <laughs> Absolutely flat out into the shed <laughs> at the end of the garden. <laughs> I thought, this, I'm going to end up getting a flick in a minute. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. stop crashing. <laughs> a parrot somewhere. Like, I hear a parrot. He's just sat in the camera just squeaking. Danny, what a ride this is, and it is on. Welcome to episode 11 of Pushing the Limit podcast with me, Danny Bucken. Today's guest, we are graced with British Superbike champion 2022, Brad Ray. Welcome, mate. Afternoon. Welcome to London. Morning, afternoon. You've been here for ages <laughs> now. Up, yeah, been here a while. <laughs> yeah, no, welcome, mate. Um, right, let's get into it. BSB champ, goal set, tick. On to the next one now. But how, obviously, you've had the, you won it on the Saturday's race, didn't you? We're going to yeah. talk about this a little bit further on in the podcast anyway. Yeah. But to be sat here now, British champion, like, obviously, this is what we work for and you done it, tick that box. How how was it? How was the feeling? Yeah, unbelievable. Um, at the, obviously, at the time when you do it in, in race one, it's hard to hard to let it all sink in at the time because you know you've got another two races on the on the Sunday. So I couldn't go uh, go big. Couldn't go big on the on the Saturday. But no, it's just nice. It was a, it was a perfect season for me. I knew I knew at the start of the year that I had a, a fairly good chance to to fight for the championship. The Yamaha was really good for me, um, and basically just just put absolutely everything into it. I knew I knew from the test the December before that would be really strong. I knew it'd be difficult with obviously Jason and Taz on the on the Yamaha as well. But I knew that this was my my time to to make it happen sort of thing. So especially after the first couple of rounds, I knew that we we was in a good position. I felt really good with the team, with the bike. Um and yeah, just just gave it absolutely everything. Mate, what was it like the first obviously like you qualified, done all that, went through the weekend as you do. 
And then what, like when you sat on the grid for race one, was you just like, oh my God, like, please don't crash into me. Please don't do this. Literally, like, was yeah. it, was it? Yeah. Just get through the first few laps and just see, because what, what did you need to do in that first race? Uh, I had to finish seventh or higher. And Tommy if, had to? Uh, Tommy had to win it. Yeah. Or Glenn had to win it for, if I think if they finished second, then I could be 10th or, or below or something like that. But yeah, I just, uh, I just tried to treat it as any other race because if you try and think about it, you end up riding stiff, you end up riding different, you end up making mistakes. So I went into the race, I thought, get a good start, get up near the front, settle in, and then just do my own race and not not do anything too silly. Um, I knew where Glenn was, I could see him, so I knew where I needed to finish in the race, uh, which was seventh or higher. Um, Tommy passed me, I think, two laps to go from from fourth to fifth. But I was just like, you know what? Crack I'll on. Sit here. Yeah, I was like, I sit there, I sit behind you, you do your thing. We had a massive gap behind, um, so yeah, I was more relaxed than on the last few laps to just bring it home. And what about Shaky? What was he like before the race? Because obviously it's his first time fighting for a British Championship yeah. as a manager. Like, what was his advice? Was he just like... He just said treat it as any other race. Just don't, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously don't do anything silly. Don't make massive lunges or or do anything that you haven't done all year. Just just go out, set the pace, do do your own race and... and carry on as, as you have been don't don't treat it like any other race because you will end up riding a lot different and end up making mistakes or doing something silly so I just just got a good start settled in um and just basically ticked off the laps that was all and then obviously so you're racing motorbikes you've you've obviously raced for a long time you started in mini bikes didn't you where did it first where was your first like, memory of a motorbike was your dad into it before that like racing or like yeah. parents or parents have been into it for for years they used to go and watch all the GPs and, and world superbikes back in the day I remember they used to leave um, on the Fridays or whatever. They used to drop me at Nans. They used to stay at the Nans for for a couple of days while they went <laughs> yeah. off to to watch the uh, watch the racing on the bikes and then then come back. But I first ever got a bike when I was three, I think three, three and a <laughs> so half. Mad, um, yeah, just a mini moto. Um, and I first rode it in the garden at home. It only had a rear brake, which was which was strange. I don't know why, but um, Dad just ultimately just made just said, a stitch up. Have a go on yeah. that, son. If you can get round the <laughs> field on that, you're sweet. He said, here's the brake, here's the throttle. When <laughs> you get to the end of the garden, slicks in a rear brake. pull the back brake, you'll be boy. all right. <laughs> Absolutely flat out into the shed at the end of the garden. <laughs> Didn't pull the brake, opened the throttle to 100% and that was it. But yeah, no, I just fell in love with it straight away. Um, I did do football as well as a kid. Um, quite enjoyed playing football and, and obviously racing bikes as well, but I chose to to go more the bike route because I enjoyed it. Should have gone football, mate. Yeah, money. And did you live in Lid then as well? Was yeah. it Lid? So you had the go kart, obviously the, the, the mini track, yeah. track not far. Yeah. My first experience with Lid was on an Aprilia one two five. You're joking. My dad took me there and was like, "Yeah, we'll be all right, mate. You go have a little go on a track day." And I was the like, "Track team. day? Yeah, Aprilia one two five around Lid." Did you have I, warmers on? Yeah, I was all ready to go, <laughs> mate. I literally crashed. Uh, I got my knee down for the first time and fell off the bike. Was that your that, first go on a bike? That was my first go on a road bike, on, oh, on my yeah, own road bike, my Aprilia. Motocross, yeah. Yeah. I d actually did the super team thing at Ron Hazen Race School. Yeah. Little chubby kid, man, a 65 mile an hour on a little CBR 125. But anyway, that, oh. um, but no, so you literally, so did you ever get to, so after riding around the field at three years old, did you eventually get, did your dad promote you to the track? Did he say, right, come on, let's get you on yeah, a little. Yeah, he said, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're good enough. Now you get a set of levers and helmet. And, and you've not smashed off, into yeah. the shed. No, yeah. <laughs> but no, no, just uh, went down lid a few times. Um, around the track and then I think you could start racing at six I think it was into like a championship and um yeah started that and just enjoyed it straight away and then just it. gradually increased gradually, yeah just went through the different stages as a kid through the mini motos and then onto the the metric kits they were called um 
done a few years on the metric kits and then I think we end up going to Spain on a metric 80. Because that's where you've got to go, isn't it? Like when, yeah. If you want to go GPs, yeah. like your route up until obviously British Superbike was that GP route, yeah. weren't it? Yeah, like it you was, was going, yeah. obviously the Red Bull rookies we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. But if you want to go to, when we was younger anyway, I mean, I'm a few years older than you, but if we was younger, it was like, if you want to go GP, Spain. It's got yeah. to be Spain. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And because they had like the, there's a Calypso Cup or Calypso Cup. Yeah, Calypso it? Cup, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. And that was, that was where it was all at. And I think if you wanted to, like you say, the only sort of thing in the UK was, I can't remember what it was. I think it was Super Teams, Super actually. Teams was forever, the only thing. It? Yeah. And then I can't remember how old you had to be to move up into 125s, but I just wanted to stay on the, on the GP route and try and. So you went to Spain? There and went to Spain, yeah. And then what did you do from there? Did you have to win it or? Uh, I went to Spain for a year done the metric at 80 and then I think we ended up coming back to England and done a few rounds uh I think it was MRO because because I've been in in Spain um I think any points on the license you had to get I think the 10 thing, points yeah, yeah. yeah so I had to come back and do that before I could then uh, do my license to ride the 125 in BSB so I had to come back and do do some rides in the I think it was MRO and Bemsey and places like that to get my um get my points up Fastest to get my, rookie ever. Yeah, get my license <laughs> he's gone he's and then that was it, it. yeah just went, yeah. To, went to BSB in 2011 on the 125 um I don't actually remember you on that to be fair yeah. I do I don't know I don't remember watching that I, I have vivid memories of like the, the Moto3 or the 125 yeah. but I don't remember yeah I don't ever remember you on that I, I probably would if I saw pictures actually yeah but. yeah first year I think it was on the standard Honda so it's just like a learning year um and that first year and then yeah 2012 Ended up going to rookies um, and done three years in rookies actually, 2012, 13 and 14. It's weird because I done, I wanted to be in GP so bad that we'd just done like every every class that was there. So we'd done BSB when I weren't racing in Red Bull and when I weren't racing in Red Bull, I'd do the, the Spanish championship. Right. So it was like... Just, Who's paying for that as well? Like is your old man just yeah, double grafting yeah. and your mum just trying mom, to make... Mum and dad just... That's what out. I mean, yeah. it's mad, isn't it? Like, yeah. And you probably did have sponsors then as well, little sponsors. Yeah, a few little sponsors. It's... Like people don't understand, like it's like all in, isn't it? So yeah. if you had all your, if you was gambling, it's like all your chips, all made your chips, in. yeah. And it's Literally. like yeah. your mum and dad are busting their asses to try and get you to yeah. a point where you're successful and earning money. And yeah. Obviously, all these years later, now you're British champion riding the world championship. Yeah, but yeah. Back then, you don't know that. Do no, you, you don't. No, certainty. it's just it's just a risk, isn't it? But uh, no, they believed in me from the start, and they they've put everything into to making me successful today. So yeah, it was a, it was a difficult time, obviously. The the route was to go GP and try and make something from Red Bull rookies. And you're just riding that all the time. Yeah, literally just riding <laughs> all the time. Um, but the end the, the end of that time was um, 2014, I think it was. We didn't really get a chance to go into into Red Bull rookies into like the MotoGP from there. Um, Why not though? Is it big money thing? Because obviously you you could if you I'm sure if your dad said, well, it is a check for 350,000 euros. They'd have said, all right, yeah, yeah, crack on. You probably could have done in Red Bull, maybe. Um, like to get into that, even into the GP team, then, yeah. like to a GP Spanish team Championship was the same. Like to, to do the, yeah. the CUV, that was 250,000 euros <sighs> to ride for a, like a good team in there. And you think, I can't, you can't be doing that. Where, where do you even Who's find that? Who's doing that? Yeah. yeah. Who so is doing that? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's crazy. But yeah, that, that, that was a chance. And I thought, right. We we ain't made a route into into GP that way. Um, we ain't got the hundreds of thousands of pounds that you need now. Um, so it's sort of go back to to BSB, back to Stock Six, which I went in twenty fifteen. Was that who's you running for then? Motorbreakers. Motorbreakers. Yeah, yeah. I do remember yeah, that. Done, yeah, done a few that. rounds with motorbreakers. Um, towards the end of the Big year. Big Sean and the boys. Big Sean. Yeah, ledge. Yeah, yeah he's a good old boy. Yeah, he's love a good old that. Boy. Just yeah, 
And then, yeah, from there, it was sort of like, right, the GP route's not out of the question, but we've got to find a, another alternative to to maybe make a way into Moto2 or something like that. Um, and yeah, just went to Supersport in 2016. Who helped you make these decisions? Was it just like you and your dad? Like, right. Yeah, basically, just, just, just we, yeah. almost what, what we could afford as well. Yeah, like, Sean, yeah. Sean was real good. He, he done us a really good good deal on the bike. Like, you, you can have the bike yeah. for free sort of thing, just pay your tyres and fuel and entry. Um, which is a massive help in that year. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of money, yeah. tires, even tires and fuel entry is still oh, expensive. Mental, yeah. But to give you a bike to be competitive on and even the structure of like, yeah. obviously you would have had the awning and yeah, all the all infrastructure the of the that, team. Yeah. Like that's yeah. huge, isn't it? Yeah, like, just made could, such yeah. a difference. So yeah, we just just done that for, for the year and I thought, right, okay, we'll, we'll make a make a step into into BSB, into Supersport and maybe try and do, do that route. Um, I remember that year. That was the Fab Racing bike, when it, it yeah. with the white yeah. bike with the red levers. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because you and Mason had good battles then, had, didn't you? Yeah, real good battles. Taran, really enjoyed that. Taz, Taran in it then that year? Or was that the 2016, 2016. Yeah, he was WD40, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that the year he started kicking your bum? He? he started kicking your ass, didn't he? And then he uh, yeah. got out of it. Yeah, that was Maybe it. Yeah. You, didn't you start late or did you have I, a bit I, of a weird start to the season? I had a real bad bike. We brought a... We bought a second-hand Yamaha for 2010, it was. And we brought it off... It antique. Adam Blacklock, I think it was. And it used to be Scott Redding's old like practice bike from when he first joined Moto Two, so it's yeah. a proper it's had some work. Yeah, and it's on, not been ridden to church on a uh, Sunday, has no, it? No, Let's face it. Been upside down a few times. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, we we set off with that, and it was it was alright. But there was something fundamentally wrong with the bike. <laughs> it was it was horrendous. Like, the front's here, the rear's here. It's like yeah, it felt like that. Yeah, it felt like yeah. that. So done the first. I think we done the first two rounds in it, and I said to mum and dad, I said, look, there's something real wrong with this bike. I would, like, if we can't fix it or we're, we're not running like a, another bike at the next round, I said, I'm not even going to bother turning up because yeah. it's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. We're paying for our own fuel, tyres, all that sort of stuff. And I said, there's, there's something wrong with it. Yeah. So my manager at the time, uh, Roger Keys from Fab Racing, yeah. he, he said, right, we'll buy your bike because his, uh, his son owned like a Yamaha dealership. So he brought a brand new 2016 R, R6, converted it to race trim, got the engines done. Um, went straight to, I think it was Snetton, um, with the new bike. I think I ended up qualifying on the front row and got my first, first podium of the year on that bike. And I it said, was like, he's like, boom. Yeah. That is like night and day better. And then from there onwards, it was just competitive. Like always fighting with Mason and, and Taz for wins and podiums. Um, I think I ended up third in the championship that year. Um, one point behind Westy because he crashed in the, in the last race of the year and I had to win it. To, to beat West in the championship, but Taz pit me to the line oh, on the last race. Oh, done, yeah. He's done that. I think he's done that. 30 kilos lighter. Two or three times. He's Awful. done it in Moto3 out of clear ways. Awful bloke. And he's done it twice in Supersport. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, nah. But yeah, no, nah, I enjoyed that. And then um, from there, the plan was to actually, obviously we've got all the bike, the infrastructure, everything to go again. So I said, right, we're just, because I've never actually won a championship. I've never done a, enough in one championship. To go to, have a proper yeah, step. to have a yeah. go. And I said, right, we're going to, Stick to Supersport, go into into 2017 with everything and, and have a good crack at the championship. So everything was sort of under control and ready to go. And I actually got a call from Stuart Hicken on Christmas Christmas Eve it was. I was out for breakfast with mum and mum and brother and uh, I had a missed call and he left me a voicemail and it's, he said, uh, all right, Stuart Hicken here from, from Bill Base. Um, just sort of want to know what your plans are for next year. We've got potentially got a Superbike ride for you if you're interested. I was like, what? Oh. Yeah. 
you got the right number, mate. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you sure? So I went back inside. Yeah. I was like, mum, you never guess what? I just had a call from Stuart from Bill Base. Yeah. He said he's got a super bike ride for me. I was like, what, what do I do? Yeah. I was like, what do I do about that? Because yeah, yeah. my idea was to do super sport because I knew I'd be really competitive and have a chance to win the championship. But I've always like done it, gone into a championship, started to do well and then like moved to another one and then done what I can. So you never moved, fulfilled your potential nev- in yeah, one championship? never felt like yeah. I'd done enough. So I thought, right, it'd be nice to get a championship under your belt. But I thought, how can I turn down a super bike ride? Like, you can't, nothing to pay for. No. Like, went in, had everything, and and obviously back then you wouldn't get paid. But it was nice to actually go in and get something for free. Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah, not if your mum and dad have yeah, to look for yeah. money and, and do this. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I think I think I'm going to go for it. But it took me about two weeks to decide. Did it? Did you yeah. tell him that? Did you phone him back? Yeah, I said, oh, I'm just gonna just gonna speak to mum and dad. And I sat down. I thought, right, am I doing the right thing here? And I woke up one morning. I thought, do you know what? I can't. Can't turn down a superbike ride. That is. How old would you have been then? Twenty seventeen, it was. So I'd have been like eighteen, something like that. Younger? Oh no, because you was the youngest BSB race winner, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, eighteen. Then that was like, eighteen, weren't it? So you was probably seventeen then, were you? No, I was young. No, I was older than that. Older than that. I was born in ninety seven. Oh, I can't work this out, man. My maths ain't. 19, I think I was maybe nineteen. Yeah. Nineteen at the start of the year, and then I turned twenty in May. That was the red and black. Suzuki. Yeah, Suzy. that was a standard Suza. one. Yeah, it was like a, yeah, yeah, it was like she a... She's like a hybrider. Hybrid, yeah. She was a hybrid. Boy. But I genuinely think, yeah, like, the fact that you weren't on an overly competitive bike for that year, learning and doing what you did on that bike that year, I think even all these, these years later, like, it impacts so much on, like, you learn yeah. the limit, don't you? Like, yeah, on a massively. bike Because all of a sudden you get a bit more power and you, like, don't have to take the risks in a corner now. Yeah, 100%. And it, 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 you learn so much on, like, an under... Like, if you look at Johnny Ray on the Honda for years, yeah. he was so used to getting his ass kicked in a straight line yeah. that when he got on the Kawasaki, it was like... It was like game-changing. Yeah, wasn't it? He's yeah. just like, oh, I yeah. won that. Yeah, that yeah, almost like it looked easy. I don't work. Yeah. But I think, yeah, do you think that was fair to say then? You just sort of learnt first 100%. year... Was you loving life? Because you were teammates with Al, weren't you, as well then? Yes, teammates yeah, with Al, so yeah, funny, and Bill yeah. Base. Yeah, we had a good we had a good laugh actually that year. Um but yeah, like you say, it was just like a massive learning year. I went in, I didn't have any pressure. So I felt like they just said, Go out, learn, learn superbike, learn how to ride it. Cause obviously from six hundred is quite a big, big step. Um and I think the first couple of rounds I just I did crash my brains out to be fair. I was Which just just pushing the front yeah. so much, like I wasn't wasn't riding it like a superbike. Um, carrying loads, loads of, of lean speed. angle, loads of entry speed, just grabbing the brake, tucking the front. And I was like, hate this. This, this, this is not good. I need to like calm it down a bit and, and start again. So, yeah, it was good. It was a good year, but I learned so much to be, like you say, to not be on like a full, full superbike, more of like a hybrid. And it, it I learned a lot from, from doing that. And obviously, no pressure as well. It's just go out and have fun. Um, they sort of said at the, the start of the year, we're, do a year with you in Bill Base and then move you up into into Z- Suzuki team yeah. the year after. So just u- use this as a learning year, learn your trade, and then uh, the next year we'll put you on the, the full superbike with all the the Oshi bits and and have a good crack. Nice to have that security though. Being yeah. like, look, if you just but even though you'd say about not putting pressure on yourself, did you still was you like, mate, I still need to perform? Like, yeah, because as a rider, you still people say about pressure, don't they? So like, as a rider, you put pressure on yourself yeah. anyway. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. turn up and be last or you don't want to turn up and have a rubbish weekend do you and it's no. like no matter if the team's going don't worry mate calm yeah, down yeah. don't smash the bike up it's like <laughs> what you literally just swooping in oh I think I, I where did I have my worst one mad lean angle one was at, at Brands Indy actually uh, second they put a new I put a new rear in actually probably a little bit old front silly old front <laughs> brand new zero rear <laughs> and I went out and um, went into yeah, it would have been into clearways as as India yeah, is. Yeah. I went left, 
right. And as I went right, I just grabbed the brake and just went, dum, 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 silent. Yeah. And it was just like, bang, 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 like absolutely annihilated the bike. And I thought, oh, Brad. Because oh. I crashed that morning as well. Hit the engine case and then left the Grand Mill, tucked the front. Crashed obviously in Donington in the wet. And I thought, this, I'm going to end up getting a flick in a minute. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. stop crashing. Imagine <laughs> if they literally, imagine if a team sat down and was like, right, listen, there's a new thing in BSB now. Like, we're going to charge you for your crash damage. We've got to. Like, there's no. no. Imagine, imagine being a right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I asked dangerous. my team before, I was like, how, how much is that? Like, what is that? It's like, oh, yeah, that's five grand. That's 15. That's 20. Like, God, like imagine yeah. having to pay for your own bike if you smashed it up. It's like them wings on the BM. They're saying stupid, aren't they? Oh, I don't know. I used them as ram, ram bars. You ram bars. Past ram bars. Knock one off. Yeah, like, oh, it's a few grand. <laughs> grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like that. And yeah. Imagine like as a rider, you just don't. It sounds really ignorant to not yeah. understand. But I don't think you would ride the bike the same if you knew how much it cost to fix. No, you wouldn't. And that's... that's Like swing arms and that. Oh. You don't even want to know, do you? I think that weekend that McCam's had, that, that Alton Park weekend, where oh, Taz that. broke his leg... Jason got took oh, out. Yeah. That weekend for them was probably the worst weekend of their career. That I wouldn't even bankrupt know. most people, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, wouldn't, I don't even know what Steve's was like. I reckon on Monday, Steve was just doing some mad deals on the bikes. Just got like, all his cars up for sale. Yeah, he's just selling <laughs> bikes. He's like, look, this bike's yeah. supposed to be 10 grand. We'll do it for half price. Yeah, we need we'll to get just, some money yeah, in the bank. We need to get some revenue back in, yeah. He's like that. And then, but then you come out, didn't you? 2018, it was like, bomb, bomb, here I am. Yeah. Did you have nah. a good off-season? I can't remember the off-season of seven, like 17 off-season. Because obviously then yeah. 18 you come out, didn't you? And you just literally done the double at Donington. Donington, yeah. No, I was pretty pretty chilled off season. I put a bit of work in because obviously it's the first first year of Superbike was 17. So obviously in, in the off season of, of 17, like the winter and start of New 2018, it was a lot a lot more I had to do training-wise and the way I went about things. So I felt good. The, the first test of the year, I think you would know, it was freezing cold, wasn't it? The first test. I can't test. Remember. I remember. Was that the Donington? 2018, Donington. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I don't think anyone rode, did they? No, did, I think we'd done yeah. like minimal laps. Yeah. Um, and then the race weekend as well, that was cold. Mm. That was quite a cold weekend. But I felt right on the bike. I think I qualified seventh. Um, and yeah, just got a real good start in the, in the first race. I can't remember if the first race was, because the second race was like a dry line. And the first race was... Oh, iffy. Was, yeah, iffy. Think, yeah. And the first race was completely dry, but it was real cold. Yeah. Like freezing cold. And I remember I got, got a good start. I got to the lead and I thought, you know, I'm feeling all right here. I thought, yeah. I, like, this, this is weird. I don't know what's happening. And I think <laughs> it's because it was the first round of the year. Everyone knew how bad Donington was. Obviously, Crane is dangerous and then in, in the cold conditions. Yeah. Everyone sort of maybe wasn't riding 100%, but I was. So yeah, I was like, I'm in there. Whatever, yeah. yeah. I was Probably like, didn't do a bad thing, no, even heating the tyres and everything no, exactly. else, did it? But yeah, I felt good. And then um, I think I had a, a lead from Ellison and, and Shaky was coming back through because he got a bad start. And I had a lead from Ellison for about a second. And I think it was about three laps to go. And every time I come past, it was like 0.8 and then 0.6. And I got the worst arm pump ever. Oh, the no. last few laps, I was like, I couldn't shut off yeah. down Craner. I oh, couldn't no. squeeze a brake. And I thought, I can't just hold it together. You've got come a couple on. more corners. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> breaking into the hairpin on the last lap and all I heard was this Ducati going, <laughs> and I like, as I tipped in, I had a little look and I saw the red bike and I thought, oh no, Shane's there. Yeah. I thought, oh no, oh no. <laughs> and I thought, right, one corner, one yeah. corner, just back shift, get it in and then just like drive out the last corner. But yeah, it was just like an incredible week. And after I had that done, I felt a lot more relaxed. For, for even for yeah. the rest of the year, like um, yeah, cause you went on to a string of podiums anyway, didn't you? Yeah, you like felt, second at felt Brand good. or whatever, and third and yeah, um, but yeah. Not... Race two was was the same. It was a dry line. I got got the whole shot, got out in front, and then just like run my own I race. I passed Shaky in the last lap or second. I finished fourth in that race. Did actually, you? I got a bit of a bad start, and I come back through, 
And oh, I think I had a problem in the first race with the bike, and yeah. I had done. I didn't do a very good lap time. Ended up like twelfth, and in the second race, I come back through and I passed Shaky down, yeah. down into old hairpin off line off that I bet he off the happy, rubbish. Was he? It was just, mate. <laughs> you could tell he's so experienced. He's yeah, like, mate, oh, yeah. I've not got much more than this in these conditions right now. Yeah. I'm going to leave it. Yeah. But I was like, come on, for us youngies, we're like, go on, boy. yeah, come on. <laughs> At that time, I was being paid bonuses, like points bonuses from Nigel. So I was just like, was you? I'm getting that invoice I'll in there. It, yeah. I was doing the invoice on the in lap, mate. <laughs> 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 that is cool. Yeah. And did, did you think that after having such a like incredible start to see, like, did you feel like did the pressure start to mount up? Was you like, like bloody hell, I'm doing all right here. Like, I'm start. Did you start to expect more from yourself? Because yeah, when you're having bit. in results, you're kind of like, oh, this is all right. Yeah, this is all right. But then you're like, well, actually, I expect now to be top three or top yeah, two you do. You do find that. And my fourth's uh, bad. Whereas yeah, it, exactly, it ain't yeah. even like that, is it? Fourth's no. good. No, and it, it got to a point at the start, especially at the start of the year. Um, Obviously, the double at Donington, I think it went to Brands, set pole, and then was second in, in the second race, uh, in the first race, and then I think the second race was wet. Um, but yeah, like, I think we went to Alton after that, and I finished fourth and seventh, and I was fuming. And I was yeah, like, yeah. what's happened? Like, What's going on? And, and the team said, look, that, that, we'll take that. You know what I mean? It's fourth and seventh <laughs> for the second year. Like, You've just got to realise that, that it's not always going to be easy. And I think that like, the pressure, not the pressure got to me, but... It's funny when you when you join Superbike, people sort of know who you are a little bit, but especially with like the, the the social media and the Eurosport and all that sort of stuff, that we got the double and then everyone was like, boom, 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 can I have this, can I have that? Can you do this on the Monday? Can you do this on the Tuesday? Can we have an interview? Like, and you're like, whoa, whoa, I just yeah. want to Hang on, man, bike. yeah, <laughs> I don't need all that. That <laughs> is have, something that comes, isn't it, with BSB? Exactly that, yeah. Like learning to and manage. And for me, it's like that. massive, obviously, Supersport, you'd, you'd get a little bit of, You'd have a few interviews and that, but literally it was like, whoa, what is going on? Mate, you look at a Sunday now and it's like you wake up, you like get up, say you get up at seven o'clock, you have your breakfast or whatever, you go and mm. do your warm up at nine. Then you've got like something to do, like PR, PR. Yeah. Then you've got like race one. Then you've got like no time between race one and race two yeah. to eat. Yeah. And yeah, then exactly, you've got yeah. like, you have your lunch at race before you talk with your team, you get ready for race two yeah. on the Sunday. And then oh, before you know it, you're in your van going home or your car and you're like, where did that go? What's happened? Exactly like, you win races and you're like, and then, like you say, oh, come here, do that, do that, do that, do that. And yeah. it's so hard, isn't it? Yeah, it's really is. difficult, isn't it? Because managing that, like managing the the PR side of things anyway, but then, like, obviously you've got fans. You don't want to upset fans. You no. want to spend some time with yeah, fans. Yeah, but it's yeah. so hard on a race weekend to get that time with people yeah. where, like, you watch the golfers or you watch, like, the tennis or whoever they may be, they just put their headphones in and out. Look, not now. Like, I yeah, can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, And you feel like, horrible doing it yeah. because these people have come to watch you. But, mate, you have to, don't you? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you've got your job to do. And it's so mentally distracting anyway, racing. Yeah. <laughs> without having to do everything yeah, else. Yeah, no, it is hard work. And I think that's the biggest thing that you have to get used to, like, real quickly, especially there. Like, I got chucked in a deep end there. But I seem to sort of manage it a bit more from from the middle of the year onwards understood it a bit more and and almost put it you have to put it into your schedule a bit then yeah you, of what you do on a race weekend and how you manage everything like that um it's not just about oh fp1 fp2 yeah you got this in between yeah, you actually between. like wow i've actually need to schedule my race yeah, weekends now because yeah. when you're like super sport or superstar you just go oh yeah just whatever in it session a little bit debrief yeah yeah but no now nowadays is is especially that's the one thing i learned a lot last year was just I stayed so relaxed even well you are a relaxed person I'm relaxed you? anyway yeah. yeah but I just just went went with the flow sort of thing I, I enjoyed riding my bike and then I, I actually enjoyed doing the, the other stuff as well because if you start thinking it's a hindrance and it starts to wind you up then you, you don't you end up sort of attacking the weekends a little bit differently whereas I was just quite chilled I'd done my session get back have a bit of food and I'd have 
the Bennett thing to do. I'll go there, grab a coffee yeah. with them, have a chat and then see some fans. And it was just like, I just almost put it into my routine of race weekends yeah. and it, it was a lot easier doing it that way. But I enjoy, I actually enjoy sort of seeing the fans and that because they're, they're what makes it, aren't exactly, they? Exactly, man. You know Without I mean? the fans, we wouldn't even probably get paid. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So no, it was nice. It was nice to do that this year and actually felt felt really good. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And away from the circuit, what you like? Like, you just double chill? Yeah, like, pretty, pretty relaxed. I know you got fair. your budgie. What's your budgie's name? Gertie. Gertie, yeah. I actually might. Yeah. I show my daughter the video of the budgie because I swear I'm going to have to end up getting one. Oh, mate, she she is the best thing. Like, Didn't it, you bring her to a race yeah, last year? Oh. To every race. Did, but, mate, it does say on there, like, no dogs are allowed. It doesn't say no doesn't budgies say are no, allowed. You know what I mean? So she was in the cage all, one all the time. Whenever mum, mum and dad come down to the carriage, she'd put her in the cage. But when we obviously got back, they would just get her out. And that is hilarious. Mum and dad's shoulder, <laughs> sat in the chair. Such and, a honestly, random yeah, thing. It was so weird. Right. We had loads of people come along. They'd, start, they'd walk past a parrot somewhere. <laughs> I can hear a parrot and she's just sat in the camera just squeaking. It was so funny. But no, she, she's good. It's a lot like, it's quite time consuming that having it. Well, some people obviously with birds and that, they'll just get them out for maybe an hour or so and then they'll be in the cage for the rest of the day. But you got to be on it with birds, didn't you? As we're well. the opposite. Like she yeah. comes out like, whenever mum and dad gets out half six, seven and then she's out pretty much all she day. does what she wants mate just sits on the chair we're not talking about table. Essex birds either we're talking about Tweety Pie birds yeah. we? no yeah. she's bang on to be fair but how old yeah. is she uh, I think she's 13 now that's mad how, old do they, how long do they live well this one can live up to 50 years she's she's there mate she's, she's gonna outlive you end, she's, she's coming yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I actually really want to get a bird so I'm gonna have to start researching birds are you research. switched on with birds not a female but you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> are you switched on are you switched on there do you know what you need like do you know what, what bird do I need <sighs> Depends I on want one point. that's a little bit loud but that I can sort of cover over and then obviously I need one that I do want one that can talk a little bit but doesn't require loads of time to be there because yeah. my, my wife is at home well, yeah we could probably could yeah alright go on depends what you want like a talking one you have to get like an African grey or something like that alright I sit then they're expensive um, yeah about two and a half grand but they like lay alright though they like a dog it's like having a dog yeah they are like having a dog the do R1, they, yeah. R1's one's a little little um, Senegal it's called and she's got like my dad's a favourite she, she absolutely loves dad but if I try and go near her or try and get her off that she bites me oh mate yeah, I literally... she's, she's bad for that she's bad for biting but obviously you've got two little kids so you have to be careful no nah, that'd be right my may is braver than me mate with animals she probably that. chin it yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, we used to have a bird weirdly talking about birds but we used to have a little bird and it used to mate they're just it's, it's so weird to say you yeah. but it had a proper little personality they on do it. honestly <laughs> it's yeah. so weird yeah. it used to come over and it'd just be like 
touch me. Like, come on, yeah. rub, rub your yeah, finger on my back. <laughs> walks over and sticks his head down. Yeah. As if to say, go on, give it You could make off. a real weird clip out of all the stuff we we're saying. Like, yeah, but we're not <laughs> going to do that. So, but you did bring it to racing then? Yeah, every that, race, yeah. Is that what changed this year? Yeah, that's that, that what it is. Just went round there after races and I had a cup of tea. Double relaxed. Saw the parrot, chilled out. What did change for you? Like, what did you, because obviously you had a real tough time on the BMW. And, yeah. Um, I, again, like talking about the resilient side of things, like with racing, like did that, you obviously rode that bike to your limit and it didn't go to plan and obviously yeah. things happened during the season and then you got the yams and did you just get on it and go, wow, this suits my style straight away? Straight away, away just yeah. Felt, just, just felt really good. Yeah, yeah. The, the BMW was, was a difficult bike and I think after having like a couple of difficult years, I think the last year of Suzuki was quite difficult, 2019, and I joined um, TAS Racing, which is obviously Synetic now. Yeah. Um, in 2020, that was like a short year, the six, the six round. Yeah, it, weird joined year them with the and COVID then, and that. I don't know. Yeah, then obviously moved to OMG the year after, and I think I had three, three difficult years on the um, on the Suzuki at the end of it, and then the BMW for two years. That I was sort of like not over it, but I couldn't couldn't f- figure out why I wasn't getting like the breakthrough and why. Didn't you have an injury though with the, on the BM? Didn't you have like an yeah, I had a little bit of like yeah, a niggling... wrist injury. Yeah, which which help is is better now for which sure which publicly weren't really known you weren't really no. moaning about it were you like, no. which is funny because the first thing people do when they're having a bad oh i'm injured my yeah, hands falling yeah. off and it's yeah. like mate come on you've literally got like a paper cut in your arm no, ah, exactly. <laughs> can't yeah. can't can't do it can't no, do it i just tried just to, sort of try to manage it, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no like you, you race has always got some sort of injury some sort of niggle you just have to you have to get through mm. it don't you but yeah it's just a couple of difficult years and uh when uh, the, the midway through, I actually I actually went all right on the BMW in the, the OMG days. It wasn't. I had a few few podiums, um, a few sort of decent. We battled it out for the showdown, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was savage, yeah, wasn't it? That showdown, Silverstone. It? it was like me, you, and Brooksy, weren't it? Did we you, all had like an average. Yeah, I got in, and Brooksy did actually. But if I passed a person in front of me. I remember that. Actually, I don't yeah. think Brooksy would have got in or something like that. It was. Ba- I don't know what happened. How did he turn it on that weekend? I, I don't know. It was a mad one. It was a weird old weekend, weren't it? Because I remember. I crashed out of race one. I was like, ah, showdown's done. It, yeah. I'm out. And then yeah, I showed up in the last that. race, finished on finished fourth in the last race, got me in. Yeah. And no, I think I was about seven. But I remember, I remember going into that weekend. I thought, right, I should be, I, I've got a good chance. Race one, you was like third. Brooks, you was up in like third. I was like, Brooks isn't like that, got that much pace in a minute. If I can just do this, mm. do that. I remember doing race one and I come across the line. Brooks was leading and I was second. I was like, I was watching the big screen. I was like, how have we ended up in this situation? Like, I, I've got to try and beat him now to try and get in the showdown. He's just turned it on for this weekend. Mate, I was going through the left and I was in about 10th place. In, no, race one, sorry, was not very... I, me and Vic has come together at turn at the hairpin and, and we both went down. The next race, again, used to battling for the podium. I'm there in about 10th <laughs> place going, oh shit, these two, oh no. Like what's... like and In that moment, it's like, right, head down, head down, yeah, just yeah, keep going. Yeah. And then obviously eventually things change and you sort of come back a little bit I and I was like, this bit, is yeah. great. Yeah, this is great no, for the show, though. Not for you. Not for me, no. And then last race, I was like, I've just got to I've just got to go out and hang it out, man. And yeah. that's what I did. But yeah, I, it's I how mentally draining was the whole, oh, like, do you know, like it's trying to explain to people, like it's so hard, like the overcoming adversities and like you go down and you're like, you mm. win in the races and your podium and the Suzuki, yeah, then yeah. the next year it's not as good. And then yeah. you go on the BMs and it's bad. And, and then it's like, you win the championship now. Oh, and no, it, yeah. isn't it? It's just like the whole, it's crazy. like every single rider out there, like, People criticise people on social media, don't they? Like yeah. Johnny Ray's getting criticised now because he's not winning. Well, yeah. and it's like, mate, what don't has he just like. Done? And what are you doing to these people? Like, what are you hoping to achieve? Like, yeah. every one of us mentally, 
whether we're resilient or not, yeah, like suffer, don't you? Yeah, like with like yeah, the highs and the lows yeah. of it. Like the worst thing people can do is start giving you shit on social yeah. media, innit? Yeah. And it's like it's disappointing. But the, like, to overcome that, it's, like, a, it's a big thing, innit? And I think I think I learned that a lot with age. You know, like yeah. growing up a bit. That you sound really grown up saying it. Yeah, well, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, no, you do over the years. Just experience, innit? Like I think this year was my sixth. Yeah, would have been my sixth year in BSB. So I've like done the highs, like wins and then like lows and you think over over the years you just come to like understand and find like a balance of how to deal with race weekends how to deal with like the pressure of race weekends performing because ultimately there's a lot there's always a lot of pressure on on you as a rider to to perform but and each session on a weekend each is session the same yeah minute. yeah 100 each and lap you just we gotta, take is dangerous and you just got to go out there and, and almost do what you you know you're capable of doing and just, just basically go out and enjoy riding your bike. And that's what I put into this year. Like Taking some more notes down of each yeah. podcast guest and taking these down. <laughs> taking it in or yeah, yeah. voice well, note. Yeah. In. <laughs> Thanks, Brad Ray. I won the championship this year because of you, mate. <laughs> you just... Yeah. I, I sort of took it back to to the, the old school days, like one, two, fives and, and, and first sort of starting where I just literally went out not carrying the world and just rode my bike as fast as I could and I took that into this year. And you was enjoying it though, weren't and you? Your crew, like your team, you was yeah. bantering with your crew chief, yeah. you had your team bosses who were fun and you had that, like the, the camaraderie, like yeah. the, the morale in the team was and good, weren't it? And I felt, felt good yeah. like, all year and I you thought, you know it what, good that's like, that's the way. And I, it is hard to, if you're having a difficult year and a difficult bike and the team's not gelling, it's hard to, to keep your morale up in yourself. You think, why am I doing yeah, this? Yeah, you think, like, why am I doing this? But when your team's like goody, you're like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, we don't we had, care. We have a bad one. We'll come yeah, back. We'll yeah, we'll come back. Yeah. No, it was just, it was just like a perfect year. I think it was, it was needed for me to, to now move, move forward and, and hopefully sort of carry on the way I was this year as a rider into, into World Superbikes. But what people don't get as well is like the gamble you've taken. People are like, oh, why is he doing European rounds? But, and let's face it, yeah. If you stayed in BSB next year, you would have this year. You'd have probably got a lot more money mm -hmm. because you've proved yourself. Yeah. So you've took a pay cut, let's say, effectively, yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah. go where you're going. Yeah. But the reason you've done that is because the opportunity is a bigger opportunity. Like, yeah. and okay, you're doing the European rounds. That's what was available. Who cares yeah. if you can prove yourself in this, which is which you're probably going to do anyway because yeah. you you're no slouch. <laughs> um, like that's obviously going to be your way into World Superbike, and it's really funny. But like for people that don't understand it, like. Yeah, tactically, it might not look good on paper, but it's still a, a good move. Oh, 100%, I think, yeah. And how how was it? Like, obviously, you got onto the... Yeah, I had, you I had got my onto first the, test. Um, when was it? When was the first test? Portimao. Yeah, how different were the bike? Uh, yeah, it was it was strange because obviously it's a Yamaha. Like, if you look at it, it's identical to my BSB bike, but I got on it and I'd done the first couple of sessions and I thought, you know what, this is quite quite a bit different because I think the, the, the setup of the bike is a lot different because of the the tracks in the in Europe. Obviously, BSB so tracks are so different flow, compared yeah. to to, to um, European tracks and the world tracks. But I think as well, the bike direction is is maybe more towards say top racks riding style, which is like which is break at the ten meter board, exactly at that one hundred and fifty million put the bar, head degree like right yeah, underneath you. Yeah, drop the brake, yeah. full gas at the apex, <laughs> full send. Nobody I, rides a bike like, like that. When when you when you see the Yamaha, when you when you think of a Yamaha bike, you think right, it's just just big corner speed bike, let smooth, the brake off, smooth. smooth. smooth yeah. But that that bike sort of transformed a little bit to to suit his riding style. So I think they run a different frame to what we run in BSB. Um, different sort of bikes out but it's just the biggest thing was electronics like the the engine braking was a lot different it's corner by corner now that's um, incredible which, well. is, which is so much better obviously the traction control is the 
the biggest, biggest thing for me to be able to learn. Um, but even setting up like the engine brake and the traction and stuff for you corner to corner, yeah. like, it requires a massive shift in what you're doing. Yeah, isn't it? 100%. Like, because our brains work on our oh, engine brake, gear, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're now thinking engine brake, gear, corner, throttle, Everything, power, yeah. traction. Yeah. Like yeah. you've got so much more to get used to. Yeah. So in terms of like your experience, like you're going to need this first year really, aren't you, to get yourself... Right, I'm getting. I think we're going to see some good results, especially at this. Like, obviously, you like her ref, don't you? Yes. Yeah. That is on the world. Don't do, do you not like, do her ref? Oh, Aragon. Aragon's still yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, no, I enjoy it. Mate, that. Oh, seeing you around her ref would have been mad, actually, because yeah, you were I quick like around ref, there. Yeah. But the Aragon, you, you know, you probably know quite I know, a lot of European I know all, tracks. I think I know most of them, apart from two or three. Mm. So I, I race most of them anyway. But that's that's obviously the good thing. I know it's only Europeans, but the the job I need to do in, in the, this this year is to to obviously prove myself in in World Superbikes and. Being in the Europeans only, it's obviously taken a bit of pressure off for yeah, me to, you know the tracks. to to have a result in the championship and things like that. So, but ultimately, you know what be, you're going to do. Yeah, and you know, even if you, for me, if you just have a progressive season, like yeah. you're like, oh yeah, I'm starting off at the back now, but midway through you're up yeah, the front yeah. or mid pack, yeah. it's still hot, mate. Yeah, the names in that field is stacked, and oh, it's, it's crazy. like although Bautista's at the front, gone at the minute, it's still like yeah, no, it's, it's mental. I know, I know, I need to be sort of near and, and where I need to be and people I need to be riding with, so... Who's your first target? Give me his name. Baldessari. Yeah, Bautista. <laughs> Bautista, <No>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a go right, on mate, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to... What I'm going to do is just outbreak top just rack in one session. Just let him have it, mate. FP1, out of the pits. Down the back straight, Yeah, just, just Yeah, him. just literally let him have it. <laughs> top rack might be listening to this. No, he, he might not. He laughing. definitely won't be. He'll be like... I yeah. said that to Losey, actually. I said to him, I said, I'm just going to outbreak you. Losey's getting point. it as well. Nah, I think, though, that you can... Yeah, I think, mate, like, you've won British Championship. Like, you know, Muck. Like, yeah, yeah. Once you get that steady progression, you've got to learn, obviously, in you? Yeah. But yeah. once you get that, like, the experience side of things... Yeah, it'd just, be massive. it'd just be a big experience. But, yeah, I've just got to get some decent results, obviously do a good job show I think it's progression show that I'm progressing yeah. throughout the year um, is the then, team's plan to go World Superbike again the year after full yeah, calendar I think so, yeah. Yeah. Such, yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. the team want to do it this year that's that's the annoying thing the team got the budget and they want to do it this year but it's actually Dorna in the championship that that couldn't couldn't make it happen this year yeah. so that's it's, it's just one of them yeah. Mate, it's interesting yeah. but listen you're going to probably get on it twister twister back it's going to be good to see you there. yeah so you've got Assen obviously it's going to be your Assen's first round first round yeah yeah I'm excited for that. I Mate, been to I love Assen. Well, when did we last go? We've done it 2020, 2020. Was it before 2020? COVID? Yeah, it was, yeah. Me and yeah. Bridewell done Brooksy. Brooksy, if you're listening, we absolutely flogged you at the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good race, actually. Yeah. Was it 2020? 2020, Are I'm sure? sure it was. My my last year on the Kawasaki, yeah, 2020. Because I'm sure... Uh, when did we have COVID? Oh, no, 2019. Because 2020 was COVID. Suzuki, six, uh, last year, I yeah, went to Suzuki, Because yeah. six years, uh, six um, rounds, we didn't do it, which yeah. would have been 2020. Yeah, 2020. So that was 2019. Yeah. Cool, that's a few years ago. That's a long time. Oh, mate, if you literally close your eyes now, yeah, and started visualising the track, yeah, you know, know where you're going. Goes, it's yeah. mental, isn't it? I can't wait for that. Do you know that, out the, like, the back section? Yeah, coming onto the that, fast. That fast right, because I'm sure oh. them boys have tapped through there on oh. traction. So I'm just have to brr, yeah, like, Do you it hear it or do you feel it? Because on the stocker, you can hear it as well. Like the yeah, brr. I actually done a bit of um, time on it in Portimao. So I, I went out and, and built into it. And then I said to the team, can I just have traction on quite high so just I can so understand, I can feel basically what's understand going what's yeah. going on. And you can feel it and, and hear it as well. So it's quite nice because I didn't I didn't know at first if I was riding into it if I wasn't but I turned it up rode into it and thought right that's what it feels like I can feel that that's a cut. like cutting and, and taking too much power out so it gave me a more of an understanding of what was going on 
But what's your throttle trace got to be like? Well, for for me at the minute, it's like BSB and it's slowly, slowly yeah. getting there. But like we've done a bit of overlaying with um, <laughs> for people that don't understand, I overlay with Locatelli. Um, and he was seems it, quite smooth. Was it a first gear corner? And he he was sixty degree lean angle, which on Pirelli's is mental anyway. Full lean, that's full lean and hundred percent throttle. He just went from zero to hundred percent, and that was it. And I just looked at it and I was like, Pfft, and that's at that's the part of the track. Bit, like if you if you yip up there, you're going upside down. But you wouldn't you? even think you'd want to even get to hundred percent. No, because basically what Brad was saying earlier, weren't you? Was that the, as you go down the fast, the real steep drop at Port May, and you yeah. go through that fast left yeah. into the tight left there, weren't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I couldn't even imagine trying to get to 100% throttle before the next ride. No, because it's crazy. Surely the bike would absolutely tie itself in knots. You'd just be, well, maybe that's what, what you're I doing thought. wrong, Locatelli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look Don't like. worry, mate. I'll be on a, yeah, a consulting fee. I'll come and have a look at yeah. the data. <laughs> but no, that, that, to be fair, that was the biggest thing that I actually got behind a few people out on track, um, a few good doers. And, and my corner speed was really good. My entry speed was good. Everything was okay. But it's just from my mid apex to exit. Just, can you just see that like and, that and tenth, I'm just like yeah. playing with the throttle and they've just gone boom 100% it's just like pulled the bike lamp straight away and it's every corner they're doing that oh, so I'd get just like, straight away I'd get so confident with that I'd be like yeah and then I'd be on my ass there's a, that, that corner before turn 12 yeah. you know, that downhill left oh, I watched what Verge a, down yeah, there on yeah. the Honda and he went down and he just chucked in the thing went completely sideways on the locks I was like oh no it's gone and it just it's went gone. all the way up the hill and I was like hey He's loose, like, he said, oh, isn't he? Yeah. He was loose in Moto2, weren't he? Yeah. But it's just it's just crazy, like, the electronics and everything like that. For us for us in BSB last year, like, engine braking and that, you think, oh, I need to do engine braking for second gear. And you think, oh, it might help that corner, but it's it going to hinder help. that one. Yeah. Whereas now it's actually like, right, I can improve that corner without hindering turn six. So yeah. it's like... It's learning what you need from each corner and, and each track. So It is mad, yeah. Like the electronics in BSB. So for those that don't know, we run a Motec system, don't we? Which yeah. is like pretty much like a basic thing yeah, to keep yeah. costs cut down for everyone. But there's only a certain few things we can change really. And the engine braking is done per gear. So if you've got two second gear corners with different RPM, you, you have to find a happy medium, don't yeah, you, with, the, much, with yeah. the engine brake yeah, and the power. Yeah. And Whereas with what you're talking about, you can have every single corner Different can't RPM, you? Different, different RPM, engine different engine yeah. braking, different yeah. power modes. Different power modes, yeah. Different traction, obviously. Yeah, yeah everything, yeah. So there's literally like, like Game Boy, five, six things, yeah. yeah. And then when you go to GP, it's even... That was a, that was a one thing at the, race at the test. The, the team were like, oh, just go out and do do, do a run and, and like have a play with traction, have a play with engine braking and throttle maps right, and that. No and, I, and I went out and done like five lap round coming. They were like, how'd you find it? I was like, do you know I didn't even change anything? I was like, I just totally forgot. Like I was Couldn't just riding You need to ride riding into it. And... Just riding sort of to what it is, but I actually done a few stints where I was like, right, I did a power map. Yeah, that's worse. Okay, I do that one. Yeah, that felt better. And then it's like you, you're just constantly playing with the buttons to try and find like a direction to go. So you need so many more days than the others, don't you? Because yeah, they're exactly. racing now and had their testing and had two race meetings. So it's going to be difficult. But yeah. if you once you get that experience and yeah, yeah. mate, because you've got so much, you've got to find the limit on that bike. You've got yeah, to yeah, learn yeah. your limit on the bike. Yeah. You've got to learn your strong points, your weak points, and yeah. and every other thing. It's going to be, it's going to be a. Uh, yeah, just be a bit massive learning year. But what's the main goal? Not for the season, but for the life. Like for life, you want a GP or World Superbike champion, or I'd like to be world champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. world superbike champion would be nice. Obviously, the 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 dream was always to be in GP and, and go that route. But I think it's going to be so difficult to to make so that young step. Now, and I think well. the direction I've been going, obviously with BSP for so long, now into world superbikes. I think I'd like to make a career in world superbikes like and, and yeah, bikes and such, yeah, yeah, and do do a good job there and hopefully 
just make a good career out of it, enjoy riding, um, and that'd be it. How was your off season? You've obviously had a good off season in Spain, didn't you? I just yeah, yeah, sick like that. Yeah, I've done a bit of time just before Christmas with Wardy. Went out there and done a bit of flat track and supermoto, and then I went back out with Taz early Jan for a month out there, um, riding flat track trials and cycling and just. Like, Living the dream, boy. <laughs> that is literally. Weather, yeah, yeah. You yeah. come back to the cold. Oh, I got mate. my kids here now. I literally can't go. I used to go literally like January time. We'd just pack up, mate, and yeah. go take the dog, and we'd just be gone to, Happy, to Spain. It? But so then um, now Maya's at school. She's five now, so we're we're here, mate. We can't take That's her out of school for that amount of time. I'd do. I'd get fined. I wouldn't be able to afford to live. You can teach her, can't you? I could teach her. I know loads, mate. I know loads of things. I can definitely teach you a quick math. <laughs> quick math. <laughs> quick math. What? Um, who did you look up to in racing? Like, obviously, did you wait? Did, was it like shaky in the years, and then, and then he's managing you, or like who? Like who was sort of? Um, I'm going to throw shaky under the bus now. If it's not shaky, you're a horrible person. Yeah, you'd be listening to this, and you better say it. You boy. better say it. Yeah. Um, I think who was your idol when you was growing up? It would have been Rossi. Yeah, that was going to say. Always, it's so it's easy. A, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Rossi was always the one for me. That what he done, and and just how he was on and off track like yeah. he was just like a, a person you looked up to and wanted to be um and just enjoyed watching but yeah i've always i've always sort of like respected shane a lot for what he's done over the years and it was weird because like it, the first year in superbike i remember sort of being there and obviously getting a chance to race against him was like massive he's like I remember that. Yeah. He's like oh the best, God, <laughs> best in the youth. Yeah. Like, oh my God, he's on next one. Uh, literally, yeah. yeah. Um, Mum, help. And I remember, I remember <laughs> him uh, at one of the rounds, I think it was, maybe 2017, he, was, he saw me outside the camp and he was like, all right, mate, do you want to come for a cycle in a bit? I was like, I've made it. I was like, like oh, I'm going to cycle with Shane Barn. <laughs> no, I was like, what? He's done that to me. That's yeah. how he lures people in, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, turns your head and then yeah. after then that, he, like, yeah, you game over. Yeah. But then after that, it was like, yeah, went and done a few cycles. Because um, you're fairly, year. not fairly local, but you're Kent. Both yeah, Kent boys. Kent and boys. And we kept kept sort of, uh, kept the Kent boys together. Um, but yeah, and then after that, I obviously raced with him in 2018. We had a few few good battles and he beat me to the line at Brands India. I led him for 28 laps. Made a mistake in turn one. Fox, mate, just sat behind you. Literally, all I heard was, boh, boh, yeah, every yeah, corner. Just, oh, and I, I thought, and then he, pulled, he beat me to the line. I was like, yeah, that was it. Yeah. It is, uh, it's so experience, isn't it? Crack, yeah. And racing yeah. them boys with an experience, it's like when you've not got the experience, like now you can sit behind people who you're a bit more experienced. Yeah, like, yeah. I know what's going to happen. I know 100%. this is unfolding. But yeah. like when you're back then, it's like you, you don't get starstruck. But I know what you're saying. You sort of sit on the grid and you're like, oh my God, there's there's Brooksy, there's so-and-so, there's so-and-so. Yeah, I remember looking at like the garage board and being like, wow, like, I'm on there now. Like I'm on the garage boarding. Yeah. And then it was like, I was at, like near the last garages and I was like, I'm the last garage and the garage orders are basically on championship yeah, order, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And so the goal always is to move down yeah, closer, yeah, to the, yeah, closer to the pit lane exit. And when you start making it, you're like, oh my God. Look at look I'm on next door Oh too. God, I'm on the front now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, it is. Nah, it's mental. It is crazy. Like, but um, so did you, have you watched the Marquez documentary? With I have, Brett? yeah. And what did you think of Rossi in that? Because <laughs> I'm savage, a Rossi fan. But then, and I, but I've always been a Marquez fan as well. And yeah, yeah I'm a mad bit of both, beef, yeah. didn't they? It's, it's, it's hard to sort of know what 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 the crack was there, really. Well, I know. I know it's like, like he manipulates the, the cameras. I was like, oh, yeah, shit, it was savage, wasn't it? Like Marquez oh, went Valley, in, Valley. Rossi, Rossi went in on Marquez. But I, I do think it was a bit naughty of Marquez to do what he was doing yeah. a little bit because 
he he knew what he was oh doing. My God, he was helping Joe Lorenzo. Valentino for him for your, and I was, oh, oh my oh, God, you're a horrible person. Oh, yeah. What about when he ran into the light? Like literally looked over his shoulder and like his foot slipped off. And it looked yeah. like he kicked him. Do you know what? I'd, I'd have been a bit like that. To kicked be fair, off, no, I wouldn't oh, have kicked him. You're nah. awful, mate. I'd have given him a little. little Would look. you give him a little silent kick? Yeah. <laughs> Silent kick. Silent kick. Bah! Yeah, I'd have yeah. just been like, no, mate. Yeah. Yeah, no. Don't happen in BSB, does it? Any of that? Nah. Can't, can't have any of that. Get shut off. Yeah, you would. Imagine yeah. being like motocross, you actually have tear up. And like, I imagine it'd be carnage, wouldn't it? Well, that's what, that's what makes me laugh. Like arena crossing that. They literally smash into each other, knock someone off, and don't get no penalties, no nothing. Imagine think... it'd be a proper, it'd be carnage. Yeah. Imagine like like motocross, if you got like, dads fighting each other and that. <laughs> yeah, just seeing imagine? it unfold, it'd just be, it'd be a spectacle. <laughs> People would just come, mate. I mean, that big good good ticket sales at I think they should do like hockey they should just ref the fights ref it get Stuart to come out if it kicks off and be like right end of pit lane after the race we'll sort this out Stuart comes down blows his whistle blows his whistle see what goes on leave <laughs> your gloves on helmets imagine? off imagine oh, imagine mate. after this podcast it just goes like that goes viral yeah <laughs> start people start fighting <laughs> who wouldn't you want to fight on the grid who wouldn't I want yeah. to fight Oh. Or who would you want to fight? <laughs> Taron, because he's small. Yeah. Definitely Taron. <laughs> uh, who would I don't know. Who wouldn't I want to fight? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Who do you reckon? Maybe. <laughs> um I'm trying yeah. to think who's on the grid now. You know because you're in the group chat. I am, yeah. You, you're not being kicked out. You're not allowed, no. are you? You're in there for the gossip. I'm in there for the gossip. And the banter. I was going to leave it at one point because it was annoying me, but I've just muted exactly. the chat instead. Well, that's what I've done. I've <laughs> muted the chat. I've muted it and I go on it sometimes. It's got yeah. like 150 messages. Well, we ain't going to pick on who you're going to beat no. up in the paddock, but who? Um, what motivates you with racing? Like, if you, if, like some people are motivated by money. Some people are motivated by status. Some people are motivated because they don't like losing. Like, what's your yeah. motivation? I don't like losing. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely, just generally just like want to want to win and want to just be successful and. and like do the best job I can. Um, that mate, you with training as well. Like yeah, hundred percent stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's there's little things like I done this. Where was I at? I was doing something at home, like a gym session or or a cycle or something. And um, I said to myself when I was doing it, I was fatiguing. I felt like I Death. felt like oh, it's this hard. And I said to myself, I think I had about twenty or twenty five minutes left, and I wanted to keep like a certain watts so yeah. at this like, thing. And, uh, you like cycling? You're yeah, I like cycling. cycling. I thought, I want to keep this certain watts and I'll, I'll finish it. And then I was fatigued and I was like, oh, I'll just back off and settle. And I was like, no, do you know what? I said, what would you do if someone like Ducati tapped you on the shoulder now and said, right, you've got to hold 350 watts now for the next five minutes and you get a, get a world superbike ride? Yeah. I was like, right, that's it. And instantly it. I was like, boom. Yeah. You find like this next thing and I find it, I do that a lot in training and, and with everything that I always like, find something to motivate me Gigi Delaney on your shoulder yeah like just just in looking at me just over like you, chatting like, away yeah, saying yeah. like here's a fact come on Bradley yeah. pull your finger out yeah. we're in Italian but no it's um can we just say was that actually 350 watts that's a lot for you because you're like you're, what do you weigh like 75 70 kilos 70, 70 71 yeah mate so I, that's you, you're quite good at you're good at cycling anyway yeah you, I enjoy, I enjoy cycling, cycling yeah and that's shaky was obviously I had I done a sprint the other day on my watt bike have you got what back 1950 home? watts. Jeez, sprint. I'm, I'm Have that. that. I'm not very strong with watts. Do you know what? I'm not. I'm, my, my fitness. I'm like. I like You're doing. Running, a, you? No, I don't really do much. Run. I do a bit of running now, but I've been doing more cycling this off season. But just a varied like training yeah, plan. Really, yeah, like, I, I do rowing, gym, yeah. cardio. Like, I just do a bit of everything really. And yeah. for me, that feels like when I'm on the bike, my best. But yeah. I think, mate, like, but you can't like you put in the effort. Obviously, you you doing everything you need to, and yeah. you come out on top. And like, 
I think it's really important, even when the years are going wrong, you've got to yeah. just stay on your course. That's, that's the like, biggest thing, in it? People yeah. go, like, because some people can eat clean for three weeks and they go have a bad race weekend. They're like, oh, it's because I've eaten clean. Yeah. It's nah, like, it's but not if that, you yeah. just stay on that trajectory and you've picked that and you stay in it and yeah. believe in yourself, yeah. I think that ends thing. up, isn't it? Like, I think the one thing that Shane always said to me, he says, as long as you've sat on the grid and you know you've done enough, training like you know you're you, ready you know yeah. you're ready you know you've done enough there ain't no one on the grid that's worked harder than you then you're mentally in a good place but yeah. if you pull up to the grid and thought oh. do you know what i ain't trading for two days like maybe i should have done something because yeah. i just sat there and watched tv all day like you, you like extenders didn't you as well uh, not anymore no. no i haven't watched it for that's about a year oh that was one of my questions that was yeah bad isn't it that is bad I'm gonna for get you into it now. i don't even watch it mate i literally shane's religious on that is he actually yeah, like, i bet he likes cory and emmerdale as well no doesn't he? it's just these standards he's like a normally bus you'll sit there and watch is he just on the sunday yeah. just bosh 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah that's um no it's not a bit me mate the old standards mind you i'd like to have the time to do that Shut do you up. have the what bike at him yeah banging in it yeah. do you just zwift on it yeah zwift on it yeah oh, i'm big into the zwifting i like we'll to have to do a group ride yeah yeah well didn't we do them before and in lockdown weren't we zwifting because like, so, yeah. like there's a load of there's loads. Like, yeah. But um I'll be right, for that. Mate, we'll hit this section of uh, it's called track review, yeah. So it's basically section. it's just a little thing I've put in, yeah, like just a couple of questions about what what's your favourite track it starts with? In the world or UK? Everywhere. Well why? Well why? It's the well why? Suzuka. Oh, oh, Suzuka is the you know that, you? circuit. Oh. I actually think that is my favourite circuit, yeah. genuinely speaking. Like I keep asking guests about this, but I think that is the best circuit. Oh, mate. Yeah. Mate, that one, two, three, just four, and then you go over the uh, left. long left. I want to do Suzuka this year. Yeah, to be how good with would you. that be? I'm going to try and do it. I've got to speak to Philip about that. Philip, if you're listening, mate, I'll text you later. I'll text you later, <laughs> yeah. I'll ring you. Um, and what's your most memorable moment of Suzuka? Um, oh, yeah, what's your most memorable moment of the circuit itself? The circuit itself? Oh, I think the the most memorable bit would be hole shot in the, the race. I'd started the race so in 20, isn't it? 2019, it was, and we qualified ninth on the grid. What bike was that? The, the S-Pulse Suzuki. Oh, that was a good yeah, bike, weren't with, it? With, with Tommy, yeah, that was yeah. a good bike, that was. And uh, I sort of like, I, was, I stood there on the grid, and I was looking about, and I thought, I can't see the lights or anything. I don't know when we're supposed to start running. I don't, this is the weirdest thing, And I isn't thought, it? right, there's a there's a Jap next to me. I thought, He'll, when he goes, I'll go. But you'll smoke him up. And <laughs> I shot off, jumped on the bike, started it, and got a whole shot from ninth. I was like, it's dodgy as well, isn't it? Because everyone pulls out. So yeah. when you run to the bike, everyone pulls out. Literally. So you have to go down like the furthest point, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, uh, yeah. And you done it in the Yoshi bike, didn't you? Yoshi bike, yeah. Silver so that's a that proper year, yeah. factory bike you was on. Oh, mate. That, we had a good like, chance of being that, on the box that mate, year. Mate, that bike. The Yoshi bike. But that's proper factory. Like yeah. I know that, that other thing you was on was bloody good. But yeah. that Yoshi bike, mate. The funniest thing as well, it was me, Sylvan, and Suda, which is the the Japanese rider. Was that in your from. contract with Suzuki, by the way? Did you, did no, the, no. So you just, we just used factory team? Yeah, then spoke, they said, we spoke right. with them. Yeah, and I had to do a test out there to make sure I was quick enough. Oh, but yeah, no. That we'd, bike, uh, that track, the whole we, lot. We woke up on the Sunday morning to do the eight hour and um, had a meeting with all the Japanese. This was when I was there that year. Yeah. I was there that year. And uh, we sat down and there was the, the boss of the team went, right, Brad and Sylvan, you're doing the race. And I looked at Sylvan, I was like, you are? He was like, you two are doing the race, you two are the fastest, Suda's not quick enough. I was like, oh my God. So and yeah. they won our stints, didn't they? One Just less stints, than like 58 yeah. or 55 But he minutes. ended up crashing in, in uh, I think it was like the second house, I know, but he ended up tucking the front. You were doing well, weren't you? We was up in third, I think yeah. it was, with the leaders. And then he come in and he was a little bit injured and the fairings all smashed up, but he didn't tell them that the, tw the yokes were twisted. 
So they obviously put all fairings back on, sent me out, and I've gone down pit lane. The handlebars are dead straight, like all the bars are in line and that, but the front wheel's pointing that way. So I'm going down pit lane, like completely on the piss. Oh. And I thought, there's no way I can do an hour like that. So, so come back in, yeah, and I had to, like, take it fair enough, undo all the yokes, do all that. And I think we went back to like 40 odd pace, but then got back up to, I think, eighth or something like that. That's mad, yeah. But yeah, good. we actually had real good pace. Yeah, oh, I love that. It, it was such a good track. It's just like, the whole atmosphere, isn't it? Yeah. Like the flying there, the event itself, yeah. like, just like, did you stay at the Suzuka Hotel? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah just, I there. mean, the whole thing is you just, just walk from the track, can you? I know, and you're having breakfast with like all your competitors. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that you like, look around chips. and you're like, yeah, you've got chicken nuggets and chips. Yeah. I was like proper trying to just eat like authentic Japanese and it was like, I, I was like, I just need some eggs. Like, is there any eggs here? Like, can we have some porridge for breakfast? It no, was like, there's just, like it's, it's just like rice. Fish, rice. I know. And how would yeah. you do that? Which is out of your comfort zone. I was well out, mate. I'd, I'd probably, what do I have for breakfast? I like, jam on toast. Yeah. And then dinner would be like chicken nugget chips or spaghetti bolognese or pizza or something. <laughs> That's was, so English. I was well, nowhere near. That is so English. What was you doing when you was out in Spain with all the boys? Was you, who was cooking? Both, all of us did really. Yeah, yeah go just on. A little bit each. Yeah. Just like crack on, get a bit of pasta in. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's quite easy actually living with Taz and Taylor for a bit. It was just like we got on so well, like because it's always difficult. You don't know what people's like lifestyle is or strategies Away, are. Of, or, yeah, like, yeah. when they're going to wake up, when they're going to go yeah. sleep, like what they eat and things like that. But we literally like both woke up same time, half eight, quarter to nine. Like that day. is so Literally. late. Wait till you have kids, mate. Every day you're done, up, mate. Yeah. Trust me. And then uh, and then we'd have a bit of brekkie and then just go and do a bit of training, come back. Taz be like, oh, you want some pasta? He's like, yeah, crack on. What time like, did you go to bed? Probably about 10 after 10. Yeah, I'm a 10 o'clocker. Yeah, I'm an I'm early. a 10 o'clocker, but I'll get up at, I'll get up, I can get up early if I need to, but it depends what I've got on. Uh, so I get like nine, 10 hours every day. Yeah, you need sleeping. that. Yeah. And on a race weekend, is that the same? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I wake up a little bit earlier in the morning, it's probably half seven. Yeah, get, you're out get at a bit of breakfast in and that, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm always in bed by 10 o'clock. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I love sleeping. Yeah, the mate. I'm a. Uh, I did love sleep, but then to be honest with you, I've always been. I think because I, when I was younger, I used to have to work like installing office furniture, so it's early doors, <laughs> mate. Don't grafted, yeah. Yeah, or well, used to, yeah, yeah. When I left school, sixteen to like twenty, I think I actually grafted. Yeah. What about I, now? I, I don't like to get my hands dirty now. <laughs> I do graft still, but I just don't get on the tools. No, I didn't put this one in actually. No, no I'm not going to talk about that. Is that why it's still up? Somebody, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can't sit on it. It is. And what about you? Like, if you ever like, so like life away from racing, like. What would you do? Like, what's your plans? Like, have you ever thought about plans after racing, or are you just um, like, not really? No, I did. Oh, I didn't really do a lot of school. You know, I always just wanted to. Because you be just a race bikes, don't racer. you? That's yeah. the motivation. And yeah. people always said to me, "Oh, what are you going to do if motorcycle racing doesn't work out?" I'm like, "Well, it's going to. Yeah, like, it has to work. <laughs> it has to work out." Yeah. out. But um, no, when I left school, I done um, like fitting windows, fascias, and softens and that with my dad for about a year, and then ended up working with my dad and my my uncle for three years. Did like general building and that so done that for for three years and then the last i think 2017 was the last time i worked um i'd done like half a year with doing like general building that, and then the other half was with like tom ward doing car detailing like polishing cars so and funny, stuff like yeah. that. we used to come up to london and polish supercars and that it's quite good like quite cool and that but going into 2018 i was like right i'm getting a little bit of money from sp sponsors i'm just gonna Trying, yeah, I don't need to be polishing exhaustion, yeah, anymore, exactly. Mate. I'm yeah, done, I mean, with that. A bit, done a bit of that. Um, <laughs> but I sort of felt like it's it's hard to like when you get to a certain point to to do both in it, like to I literally I know, did that work, same thing, work nine yeah. to five or like work on a building site, yeah. get back, you're absolutely knackered, and you think, right, I've got, got to train. do a bit of training yeah. now, yeah. So after a few years of doing on building that, and then I had a successful year in super sport and then moved into Superbike, I thought, right. 
I need to make racing work now. I, 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 I enjoyed like done the building so I was a good crack and but having there with dad and yeah. uncle and that was yeah we had a good good crack but I thought you know what I want to be a professional motorcycle racer so I need to put everything into it because you get to a certain point in, in your career when you stop or maybe you stop earlier than what you wanted to you think oh maybe if I just done this or maybe if I just done that I might be a little bit more successful so if you leave no stone unturned then there's no excuse to not Definitely. Do a good job, you know I think mean? there's that transition as well. Like yeah. I was the same as you in 2013. I was like, mate, I said to my dad, I said, you don't see Losey and the, them boys no. kind of working and going racing. I said, I need to really switch this over. Yeah, and yeah. That year I earned like seven grand and I was like, yeah. had, do you know what I mean? I yeah. had no money. Yeah. I barely, I lived with that money. You know yeah, what I mean? Like 100%. I didn't pay rent. I was at home with mum and dad. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to have been paid sort of ever since then, since 2015 yeah, yeah. it was. Um, but yeah, man, it's hard. It's it like, hard, But it? people say that now to me, like, oh, how do you manage the businesses and that? And it's actually... I was saying to people like the tramp, like having, I have quite a lot of time to switch off now from yeah, racing. So yeah. with the business and stuff, when it gets a bit busy, it's quite nice actually. Cause I don't, I have that switch off yeah, from racing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. when I get there on the first day, you kind of drive back into that bubble and it's like, yeah. boom, it's all on again. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, 100%. even though obviously the yeah. priority is training and keeping fit and stuff, mm. it's, um, it's like that it really helped me switch off from racing, which for me, it sort of was a hindrance at sort of some point. Yeah, Cause I just yeah, was yeah. so overthinking racing. Yeah. All the time. I like, found that this year to be fair, that, that after sort of 2020, 2021, I, like, I had a couple of years where I was like so obsessed with like, I had to do everything for racing, yeah. do you know what I mean? But this year I actually sort of done the racing and, and had like a little bit more of like a like a normal person's life outside of racing, yeah, do you know what I mean? Nice like, switch it, yeah. Switch it up and, and almost be a normal person. I think that's what made me even more hungry as well to, to succeed in racing. I went there on the weekends and done done a good job but then also like the the next weekend i'd go and meet my mates for a couple of pints down the pub and and like balance it, isn't it? it is a massive balance yeah. otherwise you you can be so obsessed with racing and when you have a bad weekend it affects your whole life you and life's I mean? short man like life's let's face short. it like, yeah yeah like okay i get you want to get to indie racing career and be like oh did i do everything but you also want to get there and go i've not missed that birthday i've gone out with mates then, yeah I've done yeah, that. yeah and it's kind of like yeah. Because you, it is a selfish game anyway, isn't it? Yeah. But to be yeah. the best, it's like equally you you could be down the pints having beers, but then your competitor could be training ten hours a week or yeah. ten hours a day. Sorry, like oh yeah, look, I'm yeah. Training, and absolutely blowing his mind exactly, out, and yeah. and they're not yeah. they're not relaxed, they're not successful no. in that year, and it's kind of you have to find that balance. You have to don't find you? the balance, yeah. And it, it like some things like obviously work for other people. Like Jake, Jake's probably he's he, quite full on with it, he full on with yeah. training like that. But that's it works. That's for him. What, yeah, that's what that, I'm the same. And yeah. it, it's always it's it's about finding what works for you in life. Like what works for you won't work for me. Do you no. know what I mean? So what, I think, do you know what you, you don't want to sell office furniture? No, I'll have a go. Yeah, oh, you'd be right. I could sell ice to an Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Then it's yeah. a test. Then they give you ten percent. Yeah. 10%, ten percent. Ten percent. Yeah. Twenty. Well, I've mate, I've got a I've got a concoction of questions. Yeah, like I've cool. I've basically created this, so I've had to be. I don't know. It's really difficult because I've there's specific stats in it, and they are hard to be fair. But you might you might surprise me. What specific? So, stats, um, stats. question one: How many BSB race wins did Shaky have? Oh, he must have talked about it with you. Yeah. Um, I think. Do you need a tip? Do you need to? Do you want no, to I think it's eighty. I'm not going to give you a tip now. It's eighty-seven. Eighty-five. That 85. was good. You were close. That I knew good. it was eighty something. How many World Superbike Championships did Bayliss win? Ooh. TB. Two. Three. Three. That's not bad. 
Close. 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 Nice How many MotoGP championships did Seto Juvenal win? One. None. None. <laughs> None. No GP, no MotoGP, yeah, no big boy stuff. I no, maybe need to be boy. a bit more specific on these questions, don't I? Did he win I, don't know, I don't think he won any others. I don't Did know. Not? Google lied to me, maybe. <laughs> Wikipedia <laughs> stitching me up hard, yeah. <laughs> no, I made the question, I Googled the answer. Don't make himself look like a dickhead. <laughs> but I am now, anyway. Uh, Fastest ever lap of Alton Park on a motorbike? 32.9. What about far, what's that actual outright lap record day? Is it 33.6? And who owes it? B-Dog. You? I think so. You got it. There you have. Oh, right. 33.6 is the lap, actual lap record. Actual lap record. But you done a 32.9, didn't you? Yeah. That's Qualifying. ridiculous. Can we just talk? No, let's, hang, let's finish this quickly. <laughs> yeah. How many BSB championships have Honda got? Oh, good question. Because you think they've been in it sometime. Honda it UK, I mean, like Honda. Yeah, Honda, Honda, Honda. Is that like HM plant days and yeah. things like that? Yeah, Honda. Back Honda, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go a wild guess. This might be well worn. Eight, four, shut up. It weren't, it weren't bad, was it? It weren't bad. It was not far away. But mate, can I just talk about <laughs> your last bad. sector at Cadwell Park in qualifying? Oi! Like you was doing a pretty average lap up until then. What did you do, Oi, man? Did you just land off the mountain and go straight through the whole bends, or what happened? Yeah, I just scrubbed it, seat bounced Mate, it, honestly, third gear. Because I was pulling in that lap, so I was you was out on the lap, and I was pulling in. So you I had was, a good last sector as well. So I, I was third. I think I was third at that point, but then, and the team were like, yeah, you might be on the front row. And then as you were going into like the last set, yeah, you just done everyone. I don't actually get what you I, did. The mountain, I literally hit the mountain perfect. And just got over it, perfect just amount of landed drive. perfect. And, and then just... Because I actually there. had that bit of like, that yeah. kind of like I, I temp. jumped and as I landed, it just like just drove. drove. And I was like, oh, that was nice. That was a good weekend, weren't it? We had a Unbelievable, bit of, uh, mate, yeah. that was mate, funny, weren't it? Your pace. It was funny because race, yeah, race, race two, one, yeah. race one, race one on Sunday. I remember you was in the lead, and um, you I sat, I sat behind you, fucking pissing me off. And I was like, any point now, I, was, I thought his tires gonna go off. His tires gonna yeah. go off any point now. And we got to mid race, and I was like. Fucking up in the pace. It's, I know, that's, it's like he's yeah. up in the pace. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting body pumping. He's up in it. I was like, as he's done this. Yeah, I know. I like, Fair play, mate. To be honest with you, was good. In that first race, I was like, God, I was like my body's starting to hurt a bit now because yeah. it's bloody physical yeah, isn't it? and, so and we've done yeah. all that test day yeah, we've yeah, done yeah, the test evening yeah. we've done all the race weekend so we've done run, one race and I was thinking you're still there though you're still hanging on and then I was like right at this point I sort of changed my strategy it was like a few laps to go I'm going to have to up the pace just to yeah. try and get like that second because once I've got a second I'm comfortable with yeah, that yeah. Um, and, and then yeah and I started to yeah, go but mate all I was saying was one more lap yeah. One more lap. But I was like, 15 to go. One more lap. Every lap. One more lap. One more lap. Oh, and then mate, eventually. It's a hard race around there. And then the second race, because you cool down, you ache because you cooled down. Yeah. Don't you? You stretch yeah. out, you do all that, and you still think. And I literally sat there before that last race. I said to my crew, I don't, I'm not up for this. And they was like, what do you mean? I said, I, I'm not up for this. I'm, I'm genuinely drained. Yeah. I think because I won that race, the emotion of winning, yeah, yeah, yeah. the everything, I was like, I'm done. Like, and the worst thing is, then it you get the grid. Because like, like, obviously, we, we come in and do the podium and that. So you missed that. Then you've got the of race. getting across the track, yeah. You? That's so yeah. you have to wait around. Then you get back to your motor home. You have time, like you get There's literally no get time. out your levers, add a bit of scram, and then you're like, done. Right, best put them back on then. I know because you have to go down before the next race uh, to get back down there, mate. Honestly, yeah. It's like you're gonna miss Cabal this year. Uh, I'm, do you know, I miss. I, I do you're enjoy. Gonna miss British uh, yeah, in I do enjoy the yeah. British tracks. I've been there for so many years now, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come. I might even come to round well, one. You probably, you know. could, mate. At the end of the day, once you have a good like 
good career in World Superbikes, there's always an opportunity in there to come yeah, back. Like yeah, look what Leon's yeah. done. And no, exactly. Like there's many people in there. Like once you've achieved what yeah. you need to achieve, I in enjoy the, the championship as well. It's, it's always good racing, isn't it? It'd be nice if they bring a Q title, wouldn't it? Imagine, imagine that with the Yamaha, just love it. But you Yamaha race on it. They, I think they've got a Q front now in World Superbikes. Have they? What Q front? I couldn't even imagine that because you're gonna have to push so hard to, and you're gonna they're feeling because when the rear's <laughs> but when you when you're feeling the rear, you can manage it. When you feel the front and it's doing all this, you can't you don't manage really that. like it, do you? No, because no, it feels like weird. you're going down, yeah. doesn't it? No, yeah. it's gonna be interesting. And what's so what so now what you got a four day test then before Assen, did you say? Uh two two days in Aragon. Nice. Um, in the heat as well, it'd be nice and warm, I don't wouldn't know it? If it'd be that hot, you know. Oh, March, God. isn't it? I'm off to Spain tomorrow. Yeah, you are. Buzzing yeah. little bright. Yeah, two days there and then two days at Catalonia and then uh probably three weeks off and then yeah, straight into Assen. First race, Assen. So. We'll be watching, mate. Yeah, we are for it. We're gonna have to get back get you back in to uh to catch up. Maybe at yeah, the end of the yeah, season. Definitely. Get you back into London. We'll be on time this time, Hopefully though. Hopefully by then I'll just sign my Patty Yamaha. Oh, he said it there first. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good though, mate. Nah, yeah. No, nah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. I'm looking forward to the new challenge. New, mate, new chapter in my life. And you just so. adapt, wouldn't you? Learn, yeah, grow. Yeah. Well, that's it then, mate. Thank you very much for coming nah, on, the, on the pod. Pleasure. Thanks for coming and chatting some waffle. Some Let's just talk about quickly the, uh, the, the lap you got in the car. Where did you end up? Didn't uh, Ollie, our uh, CEO, beat you? Yeah, he's point four up at the minute. Oh, okay. You I've, got, I've got a bit more time. I've you only have, just learnt the track. You so have. I know what go home now. I put the driving gloves on. That made a difference. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, because got sweaty palms. Maybe that's what the elderly people do when they wear gloves in the car. Yeah. Maybe it does. They must do. I'm going to try it. Don't, don't help them driving. No, that, I'm going to try it now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> Don't help the right side. <laughs> yeah, right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Brad, for coming in. Pleasure. Be sure to check out the socials and keep an eye on the podcast. See you later, guys. Boom, boom. Danny Bucket. What a ride this is, and it is on.